Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. In 1919, he hit 29 home runs and was sold to the New York Yankees. A three-run home run for Buckington. The Yankees now lead it by a score of three to two. Bill Lee is now going over to a couple of the Yankees, and there they go again. Tech and A-Rod going at it. Roberts is going. Masada's throw. Roberts, safe. What can I say? Just dip my heart and, and call the Yankees my daddy. Welcome to Fan Base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode 42. Let's just title it, Can the Yankees Actually Pull This Off? Question mark, hammer. Because it's stunning what they've done since the All-Star break. I'm Brian Shackman, along with John Senecal. We welcome our Odyssey family or wherever you're listening to this podcast. I mean, John, even you and your most optimistic. We wrote this team off just two weeks ago. I said no chance they make the playoffs. This is insane. Playoffs? Playoffs? Seriously. I mean, what a difference. You know, the All-Star break obviously was like, you know, almost a month ago. Um, but, yeah, what a difference two weeks makes. You know, in the... The, the trading deadline, obviously, it's all going to point back to that, even though Rizzo is on the COVID now. Um, it is all going to point back to the trading deadline and the way these two teams are heading right now, Brian. You know, they're, 12 game, they're only 12 games over 500. It's not like they've developed some incredible formula for, you know, they're not going to win 100 games. But I don't know. Like, I look at the team and I'm still like, where is this coming from? Well, I, I, I'm really head-scratching myself. Well, exactly. When you look at the team right now, you've got to really wonder where it's coming from because they're a shell of themselves. I mean, there is the next the next guy up, I guess, really, when you think about it. who Who's the next guy they're pulling out of Scranton or pulling off of a waiver wire to come in and play for them? Right. So let's, let's sort of throw out our rundown then because we were going to talk about COVID and the Yankees. We we're going to talk about guys like Andrew Velasquez. But let's just bring that all up to the top. And, and, and before, before we get to to the, whether you think they can pull it off. I mean, they've done this recent run without Jordan Montgomery, without Garrett Cole. You know, like it's pretty stunning that they've been able to do it. But does that mean that maybe it's good to have some no-names in there and they shouldn't maybe chase this big salary, big name approach? Well, I mean, obviously, if you're watching the Yankees play now, you know that it doesn't really make mean money, you know. If you watch Giancarlo Stanton play, you know he's making thirty million dollars a year, and meanwhile, you know there's other guys that are doing just as good as him. Um, it's it's definitely not money. We know that because if you look around the league, teams win without spending money. Um, but it is amazing that with so far well, they win, but they don't win World Series. No, they don't win World Series. But the Yankees haven't won World Series since two thousand nine either. So True. it's uh, 
history would say, yes, spend money. I mean, the Dodgers are spending more money than anybody this year. Um, but, again, you need that mix of young and old players, and you're never going to be able to buy a team that has a star at every position because they're never going to stay healthy. It's just That's just how it works, you know? Uh, but going back to your question, Brian, I mean, the Yankees this season, 21 players so far on the IL for injury or COVID. And, I mean, like you said, right now, Gio, Cole, Montgomery, Severino, Torres, Rizzo, Jeez. Chapman, uh, Andujar, Sanchez, uh, O'Day, Kluber. Um, and that's 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 your marquee names. Huh? And then you can mix in King and Frazier and Ambergy and uh, Do you Schmidt. think that their COVID, do you think, a, I mean, for injuries aside, they can happen, but do you think like their COVID protocols are off or do you think something, they, they had more unvaccinated on. guys than other teams? Well, like uh, my son last night said to me, he goes, are the is Red Sox fans administering these tests or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. If you look around the league, Brian, I mean, I guess I would think we're going to be reading about it if there's other guys that are really testing positive. Now, Trey Turner was traded, and he didn't start right away because he had COVID. But it doesn't look like there's any other team getting ravaged like the Yankees are. Right. So what does that mean? Do they have a huge percentage that wasn't vaccinated? Well, I thought I thought they were like at an 85 percentile way back in the day, and that was before Judge and before Higgy and for Loizaga. I mean, obviously Cole is huge. Them and Rizzo right now is not the time you want Rizzo to be no. getting COVID. Well, I was the the analogy I'm, I've I've created for, you know, on the radio is that if a pro athlete says when asked about a vaccine if they're vaccinated and they say it's a personal decision that means they have not been vaccinated. If a politician answers the same question and says it's a personal decision it means they have been vaccinated and don't want their voters to know <laughs> you know like you know so i feel like the pro athletes who say that they, they haven't been vaccinated maybe they just had a, a small smaller percentage of people vaccinated than we thought i don't know i would have to guess that i mean just for the pure fact that how everybody has almost everybody has gotten it now we know just because you got the vaccine does not mean that you are immune to covid correct you can um, still get it you can still spread it and there's no way that with the players' union and HIPAA laws and all that, everyone's ever going to find out if these guys were vaccinated. But I would think as an organization and a premier organization, you would want to be tightening up the ship to make the ship run straight. And, again, I'll go back to it. What other teams across Major League Baseball are having this issue? And the thing is, I would add to that, though, it's kind of ironic that I actually think they're playing better despite that adversity. So... I mean, I, I mean, the fact that they haven't had Cole for a start and J-Mo for a start and they're still kind of rolling is, is pretty stunning to me. But I also think it says something about what talent's waiting in the wings, which I didn't think they had much, but obviously enough to win. So Yeah, the Yankees have, st- I mean, traditionally in the last five, six, seven years have always had a deep minor league system. I mean, they, they don't get talked about enough. Um, because I think a lot of the times these guys they can't poke through. You know what I mean? They just right. don't. They just don't poke through. So no one. Because sometimes really... they'd rather sign somebody than let somebody get a shot from double and triple. Right. You look over in Oakland. There's James Kaplerian, who they drafted, and he was a big stud for them, and they traded him. All right. So he's a star for Oakland right now, and he'll probably come back to bite him in the playoffs. Maybe, maybe not. Right. But it's the Yankees. You just like you said, these big name stars are clogging up spots on the roster, so you just can't crack through. So you need an injuries. You know, like. Luis Heel gets an injury, and now all of a sudden he's a stud, and they just keep bouncing him back and forth so they can make room on the roster. Well, interestingly enough, but it does, like someone like Andrew Velasquez gets an opportunity, and I know he caught your eye for a couple reasons. Yeah, well, I mean, Andrew Velasquez is, you know, a 27-year-old. I guess you call him journeyman because this is he, this is his second stint in the majors, not much uh, before that. Uh, drafted in t- 2012, seventh round. Um 
by Arizona, 243rd pick overall, but he went uh, prep high school in Fordham, New York. And he's from the Bronx. He's a local boy. A local boy. Grew up a huge Yankees fan. Has pictures of him at the stadium, on the field. Um, so, yeah, a whole full circle thing here. So, obviously, he's got to be over the moon. His family's got to be over the moon. So, But, again, if you don't have all these issues and all these injuries and all the COVID, there's not a chance ever that Andrew Velasquez cracks the Yankee roster. I mean, maybe any major league roster. But imagine, like I said, John Stern would say, that's baseball, Susan. Yeah. You know, back to the original question, can the Yankees pull it off? I'll let you stew on it. I'll give you my answer. I, it's funny. People are going to say, well, two weeks ago you thought there's no chance they make the playoffs. And I said that. I even said that last week. And I'm sorry. I, I, could, I can have a bad take and, 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 and pull it back. I don't know how they don't make the playoffs. And the reason is it's just the momentum is there. Maybe it's a touch early, right? We're not into September yet. But when I think about the Red Sox, the Yankees, the A's, and the Blue Jays, I think the Red Sox are the weakest. I think the Yankees are the hottest. And the Blue Jays may be the best. And I just don't have faith that Oakland can sustain it. So I I actually think the Yankees' biggest um, problem here is the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays are just a great team, great hitting team. Everyone said it all along, and now they got Springer back, um, and they made an addition by getting uh, uh, Jose Barrios from uh, the Twins. Yeah. So they are definitely a better team, and they're they are in it to win it, obviously, and they're not going to go away. Um, <clears throat> the Yankees have seven more games against Toronto. They got only three versus Tampa, where the Red Sox, I believe, have ten versus Tampa. So yeah. the Yankees got Tampa on the front end, and the Red Sox are going to have to deal with them on the so back tell end. tell me, what, what's the answer to the question? So I do believe the Yankees can make the playoffs at this point, and I'll give you the reason why. They, I, I would say, obviously, trading deadline. The Yankees won the trading deadline, and, Oak, and uh, Boston took a big punch in the face. And the ba- fan base didn't like it. Obviously, I, the, the team's been affected by it. You can say whatever you, you can say whatever you want to say about slumping in baseball, and Chris Sale's going to save the season. But the Red Sox are in a position where the Yankees were a month ago. They're getting they're getting beat bad in bad situations. They're not scoring runs, and yep. they just don't look good right now. And that's not a good thing. But yes, it's baseball. Can they bounce back? And they are still in the hunt. You can't write the Red Sox off. Okay, so let's talk about that a little more. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. This is Fan Base uh, Deep Dive in the Greatest Rivalry in Sports, episode number 42. Is there any hope for the Red Sox? And you say there is hope. I mean, listen, now we're Your hope staking. is Chris Sale. That's what you yeah, guys are pinning I mean, your hope on. I don't even know if he's enough is my point. Like the starting five, we talked about how consistent and healthy they've been. They stink. Well, I mean, and, is Bogart's going to keep hitting bad? I mean, J.D., uh, given what happened last year with him, and he's kind of maybe in the back towards the end of his career. I have career. no faith in him. I don't. But, you, again, like the Red Sox have been good because their pitching is held up, which it hasn't lately, and their hitting has picked up the slack when the pitching hasn't, right? And they haven't been doing that. They really haven't been doing anything lately. Well, they got and, a setback with Kyle Schwarber. His, he's not going to be back as quick as they had hoped. And so, yes, yeah, so basically, listen, that 7-2 lead they blew – and then George Springer hit that three-run home run off his former college teammate Matt Barnes at UConn. That, to me, was a stake in the heart that had already been wounded, right? They were wounded by the trade deadline. They have been wounded by the five-game losing streak. And, and now to look at Chris Sale and Kyle Schwarber, who we might not see till the end of the month, I, I, I am not 
hopeful. Now, I'm a doomsday half-empty guy, even though we've won four <laughs> times in the century. But, I mean, you tell me, like, if you looked at that situation, they're, they're basically— I've been wa- looking at that situation, Brian. I've been looking at that situation for four months now with the I- Yankees. How can you think the Red Sox have a chance? They have I, I, no I, confidence. They have no depth all of a sudden in the pitching area. I don't know. I mean, the only reason they would not have a chance is if they like if they just totally peaked and then that's it. They're on their way back to where they should be as they were thought about in the in the preseason, right? A sub maybe 500 team, right? So maybe they're on their way that back that way. But I just don't see the players that they have the taste that they've had this season, that they're just going to roll over and play dead. Maybe Chris Sale coming back and how goofy he is and how of a competitor he is, maybe that's a shot in the arm. But right now, it does not look good. It just doesn't look good. lead is safe. 7-2 lead. They had a 7-2 lead, and they lose 9-8. to The Yankees had a no-hitter against the Red Sox, right? And yeah. lost that game. Like that's Baseball true. is crazy and is demoralizing as hell. But like I'm like I said before, is the Red Sox doing the exact opposite of the Yankees. The Yankees taking all their sucker punches and they're popping them up off the mat like Rocky and he's going to start whooping Drago's butt. Right? <laughs> so, so say we have, just just play this game with me for a second. You have the Red Sox, the Yankees, the Blue Jays, and let's say <clears throat> the A's. We won't put the Mariners in there right now. So you have four teams. Give me the two wild cards. As we stand now, I'm not going to hold you to it at the end of the season so you said this. I'm just saying, where do you sit right now? Who are the two teams? Okay, I'm going to say the Yankees mm-hmm. um, and I'm going to say Oakland just because they're Oakland. It's just for some reason that dang team always figures out how to get in the playoffs. They can't go deep, but they, they're just like a thorn. They, they weasel their way in there somehow. And I'll say the Yankees because the Yankees ravaged through the COVID, and I think they're going to be healthier than anyone else going into that. So um, I think it's the best race in baseball. The, the AL wild card is no matter what. I say that me. Oakland with a lot of trepidation, Brian. I almost wanted to say Toronto. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking Toronto and the Yankees. Even though they're 3-4 and four in the standings right now, I just think Toronto, what I learned in watching them last weekend was they don't give up. They just don't give and up. And with a lineup like that, you don't need to give up. I mean, they got dangerous hitters that are young. I, I feel like there's a big difference between dangerous hitters that are older and dangerous hitters that are young. I mean, those guys are just hungry. Fearless. They just look hungry when they get up into the plate. I mean, Bo Bichette looks like he's going to screw himself into the ground when he swings. Yeah, he gives up everything he's got. And, and it's great. I love to see that. And they're just a, they're, they're, they're a fun team to watch. And, and it's weird because, you know, I was looking at the schedule going forward and I said to my son, I said, you know, maybe we can go catch up one of these games and I uh, before the season ends. I know I'm going to a one game already, but I was going to try to shoot down there. And I mentioned the two teams. And he said, oh, Toronto. Let's go see Toronto. Let's yeah. go see Toronto. Play. Yeah, who wouldn't want to see him? You know, let me just leave you with this before we get to some uh, divisional question I have for you. The last three series for the Yankees, three in Boston, yep, three in Toronto, and, and three at home against Tampa. Yeah, I mean, it could very well come down to the last ten games of the season. Yeah, and that and that and that at that point, it might not be something you can play five hundred and and squeak through it. No, and they stay might have in. to. They might have to go to Toronto and sweep them. Yeah, or it could come down to a one game playoff. So it's going to be really fascinating, and I do think the AL wild card is the race. But the other question I like to we like to spitball stuff is, you know, the 
the, the division, the AL East is all of a sudden looks like a beast, right? I mean, they just look like four teams that are good, and they certainly have four playoff quality teams. Then you go to the NL West, which I used to, a buddy of mine from college, one of my best friends from school, is a huge Dodger fan, and I used to just make fun of him. I said the NL West is like every team's 500, and if you're three games over 500, you can win the division. That's the NL East now. But, right, right, <laughs> but it used to be the NL West. Absolutely. And now I, I would argue the three best teams in baseball in that division. So, I mean, if you which, – which team – and I think the World Series is going to come out of those two divisions, right? So what do you think about the AL East versus the NL West in terms of overall quality and depth? So, I mean, like you said, the AL East has got the pedigree, right? Because you're always going to have it with the Yankees-Red Sox. And <laughs> the, like I said to you earlier when I was texting you this morning, I still can't figure out how Tampa keeps winning. I just can't figure it out. Almost same with the Giants, though. Right, exactly. But the Giants, right, so they won World Series, uh, like, what, eight years ago? They yep. won They won two or th- two, two, in a row. two in a row, right? They had some marquee names. Now, like, one of those guys is left, Posey. Um, but, like— the Rays have been consistently good for like probably six out of the last seven years in right. baseball. So I can't, I'm just having a hard time just wrapping my head around like how the Giants just all of a sudden are just, they're just so dang good. You just keep waiting for that team to, to them to look to up. Fumble. And, yeah, you keep looking up and you're going to be like, oh, well, look, the, Do- the Dodgers are in first place now. And it just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. As a matter of fact, I kind of fell asleep a little bit and I looked and I was expecting to see like the Padres like two games out or whatever. And I looked and I'm like, holy, the Padres yeah. are seven games seven out. out. I mean, it's basically like the Yankees situation. You know, the Padres are in the kind of the same situation. They're chasing right. the Dodgers and they're hoping for a, a wild card spot. I just think it's amazing that the Dodgers, their run differential is by far the best in baseball and they have so much money spent and they're still you know, a couple of games out in that, that division. Now, I don't think there's any doubt that the Dodgers are going to make the playoffs, but I, I just think that those three teams are better than the three best teams in the AL East. I still think that the World Series champion can come out of the AL East, but, I, I mean, to me, like, if you saw – I still think it's so funny that they're north of the border, but I, I think the most exciting team out of the AL East is still Toronto. And I think that <clears> – <throat> If you get put them against the Dodgers or the Padres, imagine if you had Vlad Guerrero Jr. against Tatis Jr. Like that would be. Now I don't know if they get the TV ratings, but if you like baseball, I, that that is just porn. So yeah, if I'm if I'm if I want an exciting game with just energy galore and just people pushing the buttons and going at each other, yeah, the Padres and the Blue Jays would be pretty insane. Oh my god! Um, but you know, you know the Padres they got a ton of question marks too. I mean they they have Tatis taking. Uh, Fly balls in the outfield, so there's a right. lot of because he's defensively he is not good, and I know Bobby Dickerson would be is kicking himself right now because I know that's a, he's put a lot of work into him. So maybe his calling is not shortstop. Maybe it is outfield, and with his athletic ability, dude, can you imagine what that dude could do in center field, do going really, after the ball? I mean, well. there is no doubt in my mind that Fernando Tatis Jr. can learn to play the outfield and probably learn it pretty dang quick. And b- behind him, they got plenty of guys. They got Jake the Jake the Rake, and they got Kim. And I mean, they just—they stood pat as far as not trading any of their players. Um, but I think it might kick them in the butt for not getting Scherzer. I really do. <clears throat> Interesting. All right, listen, time to go. Fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports, episode number forty-two. Can the Yankees actually flipping pull it? I off? say yes. <laughs> I, I agree. We're gonna beat the COVID, and we're gonna beat everyone else, and we're going to the dish. Please yeah. listen, like, share. Wherever it is that you get your podcast, we're proud to be part of the Odyssey family. And we will see you next week for episode 43.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.